On the Record with White House Correspondent April Ryan. Hi, Don. Hi, April. How are you? I'm fine. Well, guess what? I am so honored, everyone, to have one of my favorite people ever. He's very controversial, um, but he's a good guy. He's the, yes, he's the host of CNN Tonight. I'm speaking of none other than Don Lemon. Don to the Lemon. Hello, Don, again. <laughs> Hello, April. I can't believe you're telling me that I'm <laughs> Look at you. I know, I know, I know. It takes one to know one. Um, but here's the thing. I mean, it's interesting, though. I mean, we're real people. Beyond being on TV, I think, you know, what makes us who we are and why people really watch us or, or like us is because we bring our truth to the table, no matter yeah. whether you like it or not. And, and, and Don, what is your truth right now in this moment in time for a time such as this? Wow, that's a, that's a big and broad question. Uh, my truth is t- is telling the truth. I think that um, it, it, you know there's so many lies and there's so much spin there. And my truth is that I'm an American who happens to be a journalist and I have a platform to bring truth and knowledge and information to people every day. I also am an American who happens to be a man of color who happens to be a gay man. And I have I come to life. Uh, with all those experiences, I'm very well aware of all those experiences, and um, I think it's important to have that um, as an American. That's my point of view as an American, and I think that's important to share to the world because I think um, what I embody, what my ancestors came here uh, for, and what happened to them, should be portrayed in the media and not forgotten. And we should make sure that those issues come to the fore and that they're taken care of. Your show has gotten a lot of hype from your number one fan, the president of the United States, Donald John Trump. What has he called you? He's called you some very ugly things. He's called you dumb or stupid or something. Um, and he doesn't like your show. But, I mean, he watches it, apparently. What what happened between you two? Um, I, listen, I don't know. He granted me a lot of interviews during the election. And then... Um, you know, once it became clear, because, you know, you have all kinds of, you have every candidate on, and you'd ask them questions, and you didn't really have a chance to dig into some things that you wanted to dig in on. And so, um, but when, when it came down to the point where, okay, this person may get the nomination, I think that um, we have to give it. And I think we have to become even more serious because uh, we had to become even more serious because he could have ended up being the the leader of the free world, which he did end up being. And so just through my honesty about his certain answers, um, I think that he didn't like it. And also you have to remember, you know, we were for for a time there, we were focusing on what, 17, 18, 19 people up on that stage. Right. And although Donald Trump garnered a, a lot of the attention, he wasn't the sole person. And also then we had Hillary Clinton on the other side. So I think when things, when the spotlight really hit him, and I had to start digging down on his personality and who he is and what he said, um, I think that's when he started not liking, you know, me or he took issue to some of the things that I said because it didn't paint him in a good light. Hmm. And you know, and you know that, so you can answer that all day long. You know what that means. 
so right now, I mean, and, and, and you know, watching your show, I love watching your show at night because, and, and not just because I'm on, but I love to hear your take, your your unique take on issues. I may not agree personally, or I may agree, but you'll never know. But when you when you come out, you're very honest and open, and a lot of times you're slamming this president. I've heard you maybe once or twice, you know, um, give him some props, but you're slamming him, and that that leads to him calling you fake and calling you enemy. And you're unpatriotic for this. What do you say? You know, particularly. I don't care. You don't care, but I mean, particularly. I don't, I don't, yeah. Go ahead. I, I don't. I don't really care what he says. I think it's for me. It's more detriment to when he denounces the media, demonizes the media overall. Personally, I don't, I'm not. This is not about me personally. I, I, I don't really. I don't really pay attention to that. But even just to answer your question before, why? Why is he so critical of me? He's critical of me because I'm the truth. Because I'm standing in my own truth as an American, as a black man, and I'm not going to let you pull the wool over my eyes or try to, you know, um, state things that are not facts. And so um, that's that's my thing, and, and I'm there to give my point of view and to give the news, whether people like it or not. And if and if what you're doing doesn't align with the facts, then too bad. Huh. Sorry. Well, this. That's how journalism works. You know that. Well, this week, um, you know, the zero tolerance policy has been in the news, and you were very emotional about it when you were reading uh, your open a yeah. uh, couple nights. And you know, you brought yourself to it. Who are we right now? I mean, this is this is a crazy time when you have first ladies to include his own wife saying uh, that they don't like this 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 inhumane uh, issue of zero tolerance. And the president's come out coming out talking about on Twitter, you know, that um, talking about illegal aliens are infesting the country, are an infestation or something of, of the country. And yet he's separating parents from children at the border. And there's a concern about tracking these kids and reunifying them with their parents. As a journalist, as an anchor, do you think it's time for emotion or do you think it's time for fact? I think it's time for, you can have both. You can have emotion and fact. You can be, a, you can be factual and you can be emotional at the same time. I think it's in fact uh, the most important, but you have to have um, behind, behind that, you have to have some passion and sometimes that passion can reveal itself as emotion. And uh, just because you're, you're, you have emotion doesn't mean that you are um, emotional where you're not making sense. So I think it's important for all of us to be human, um, and especially now journalists, to, to feel their human side. I have a friend who's reporting from the border now who happens to be uh, a Mexican-American, and I told him that not to be bullied or allow people to think that he has to have some form of fake objectivity that he is not um, hmm. that he should not bring who he is to the table and of course he should so um, that I think it's important to be strategic fact-based and emotional if it's authentic and you know that's, that's how you feel do it yeah and that's the argument for us for, for journalists right now you know people want to call us activists you know uh, what's her name Amy Kramer or whatever her name is she came out after me saying I'm an activist journalist I'm like no um, you know because she looked crazy on the air the other night <laughs> screaming about her dog she cries for her dog over these children yeah, but I mean uh, yeah and then you have I know but you have a lot of people who who feel that you know because we ask questions now, where are we who are we they feel that because we're asking questions and it may not suit with what they really like, 
it may not fit with what they really like. They think that, um, you know, we are activists and things of that nature. So what do you think about that? I mean, who are we right now at a time like this? Well, first of all, there's nothing wrong with being an activist journalist if that's your role. But that's and not so my role, let me say that. That yeah. is a bad term. Mm-hmm. Right, so if that's not your role, then that's fine. But I think in this climate, um, speaking the truth can be seen as activism. It can also be seen as partisan when it's not. Because facts are nonpartisan, they're non-biased, and it doesn't mean that, that they're active in the sense that they are you're, you're pushing an agenda. Your agenda, if there's any, is the truth. Mm-hmm. And so if someone doesn't want to hear that, then they may want to call you an activist because in order for you to explain to them and to the public that what you're saying is not true, um, then I guess you're actively pointing out the truth, which they don't like. So I don't think that, I don't, I don't see you as an activist journalist. I see you as a journalist who has, a journalist who has been around and who knows when someone is, is giving you bullshit. And you have every right, as a matter of fact, you have a duty to point that out. And so if other one, if someone wants to call you a name or call you an activist, I, April, that's their problem. It says more about them than it says about you, because people get upset when you, when you tell them the truth. They don't like it. And that's an issue with this administration. And it is a reason why, from a, earlier in our conversation, that the president calls me out or he has issues with me. Because I will tell him when he's lying, and I will tell his supporters and anybody else when he's lying. And I'm not saying it just because it's him. I'm saying it because he happens to be the person who's in the position that we're supposed to be um, turning a critical eye to and reporting on. So if this is another person in the White House, I would say the same thing. But he takes it personally. He thinks it's just him. It's not. So you use the word lie now. I mean, early on, we were kind of all dancing around it. Was that hard? I mean, that is a that in this business, that is a very, very strong word. And to say that someone lies and to say a president of the United States lies. How hard was that for you as a journalist, as someone who's been in this business for a long time to just call it out? Because we danced around it for so long. It was hard, but I but I did it. I think before everybody, I think I did it before you guys. I just did it. Listen, I don't. I don't. I am not uh, trying to. I'm not trying to pretend, you know, or I'm not trying to use less strong language, or I'm not trying to sugarcoat things for anybody. That's not my job as a journalist. This isn't the. This isn't romper room. This is not the kids' news hour. This is this is the news. And so, you know, I came to the conclusion that this president lies. He lies more than any president that in, in modern history, if ever at all. So we have a duty as journalists to point that out. So very early on, I said the president was lying. I called him a liar. And I said it's difficult to sit here on television and say that because I have respect for the office. But it's harder when you have more respect for the office than the person who's sitting in it. Don, how long have you been in the business? A lie is a lie. 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 Um, I've been in the business since 1991, 1992. I started out as a a low-level production assistant slash news assistant, trainee in the newsroom, and 
Worked Look my way up. Okay. I know. Since 91, we've seen a lot of change. And people ask me, you know, we have seen, I mean, just in this last four or five years, I mean, I think, I believe social media has played a big part, but, you know, the more that that we see, the more change that happens, I think the dynamic of journalism will change and, and, and even the delivery systems and what have you. But where do you think we're going with the envelope being pushed as far as it's been? I mean, from calling us fake and enemies to social media to getting news that may not necessarily, you know, be as factual from blogs or citizen journalists. And I mean, we're in a whole different realm. I mean, this is something our founding fathers did not imagine. I mean, where are we going? No. How could they? I, I wish I could tell you where we're going. I hope that we're going back to soon uh, fact-based news and reality. But I actually think for a time now we're going to become even more divided. If that's possible. And politically, journalistically? So politically, journalistically, as a country, um, race-wise, I think we're going to become more because it plays. Uh, instead of trying to bring people together mm-hmm. and broaching the subject seriously, right, uh, mm-hmm. this president uses it to his advantage uh, to help his political, to help him gain political points. And that is very dangerous. But he's doing it, and it appears to be working for him. So if it's working for him, then why wouldn't he continue to do it? Why would he stop? And the next president who's running for office is watching. So, and that's that's the thing. They take their cues from what someone else has done or was allowed to do prior to. Don, in the remaining moments that we have, is there anything else you'd like to to offer to our listeners and, and, and to those who, who love you, even, even those who hate you? Because <laughs> that is the dynamic now. We're in, You either love or hate us. It's not any gray area anymore, it seems. Listen, if you hate me, I, I would suggest that you tune in. Every, you should start tuning in and watching and really listening to what I have to say. Um, but I would say to those people who are out there, because I know there are a lot of people who are discouraged, with Republicans and Democrats, who are concerned about the direction of the country, um, not only economically, right, because we're doing well economically thanks to Obama setting this president up very nicely with the economy. Um, but I think that remember that presidencies come with term limits. And so, however long we have with him, two years or six years, whatever, and listen, I'm not saying this because I support him or not support him, that's not my job, and you understand that as a journalist. But there are a lot of people who are upset there. Remember, that comes with a term limit, and one day he will be out of office. And so for those who support him, um, how will history show? Did you challenge him? Did you, or did you just allow him to run roughshod over the American people and you would lie? And if you don't support him, then you should understand that this will all be over and that you have power and your power is at the voting booth. And it's not, your power is not sitting at home on the couch complaining or complaining to people about, you know, things are so bad and continue to talk about him every day. Be strategic. What are you going to do? How are you going to change things? How are you going to make a difference? And if you can make a difference, if you can get out there and vote, you can register people to vote, and if you can convince people that it's important to go out there and become politically engaged, then that's on you to do it. And I would suggest that's where you start. Don't lose hope. Gain action. 
could not have said it better. Don Lemon, the host of CNN Tonight, two hours from 10 to midnight Eastern. I want to thank you for allowing me to be one of the voices on your show. Letting me be one of those in the Hollywood Squares boxes, I say. <laughs> but I thank you, Don. I appreciate you coming on every single night, April, and I appreciate your work. Keep it up. Stay strong in that briefing room. And you stay, stay strong. Stay strong in that briefing. It's really important that people see that journalists are doing their job. I appreciate you, Don. Thank you so much once again for joining me with On the Record with April Ryan. Don Lemon, CNN Tonight. With this week's On the Record, I'm AURN White House correspondent April Ryan. Don't forget to subscribe to On the Record on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or any other podcast directory. If you like what you hear, leave a five-star review. On the Record, a product of American Urban Radio Networks.